guys, it's Beth Wee in the studio. What's eating you, huh? Maybe what's eating you is affected by what you're eating. That's right, we're going to talk about food again, and I'm a foodie, so you can't help it. I gotta get my words in about the American diet. Many of us use food to enhance life, and that is a good thing. Breaking bread with a friend is a tradition that goes back thousands of years. It means comfort, offering comfort, offering security, sharing uh, something that we need to survive. It's a wonderful thing. How about a date out at a nice restaurant or, or Thanksgiving with your family or friends or your family of choice? Has anybody here ever blown out the candle on a birthday cake or eaten a Christmas cookie or gotten a Easter egg? Food. We use it to celebrate. We use it to enhance our lives. But how do you eat? I was looking at an old uh, study by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, and they found that the average American consumes nearly one ton of food every year. Actually, it was 1,996 pounds. 632 pounds of it was dairy. 415 pounds of veggies and that is with corn and potatoes leading the pack. 273 pounds of fruit and 184 pounds of meat. Americans eat over 10 billion donuts a year. <laughs> 20% of American meals are now eaten in the car. Yep, that's right. We drove through, got our meal, and ate it on our way to wherever we're going. In a recent study, 45% of millennials and 24% of baby boomers have adopted a special diet, something like I'm gluten-free or I'm eating vegan or I'm on, I'm, you know, I'm only eating, uh, I, I, I'm only eating uh, no carbs or whatever the special diet. That's a lot of us. Disordered eating has become normal. And what do I mean by disordered eating? abnormal behaviors, but not at the level to be characterized as an illness. So chronic unrestrained eating is a disordered uh, eating style. Have you ever just pigged out? You're just going to pig out tonight and pay for it tomorrow. Another one is compulsive eating, like when you're dealing with stress or, or you're on a vacation, you're just going to eat compulsively because I'm on vacation or because, oh gosh, there's so much going on. I just got to eat these peanuts right now. How about chaotic eating where you've kind of forgotten that there's meals in a day and you just kind of snack throughout the day or you kind of snack here and there. Another, another part of this disordered eating is, is we start to ignore our body's input. Um, I got to be honest and tell you, I had to stop eating long enough to remember what hunger felt like. I went for years not being hungry because I was always putting something in my mouth before my body called for it. Have any of you ever taken an over-the-counter additive, like a diet pill, a breakfast shake, a special vitamin thing, a protein pack? A... This, this is something new in the American culture, and we're telling ourselves it's for our own good. 
but is it working? Are you really following through and checking the result of what you're doing? Anybody who has a child that carried that child knows about food cravings. When you're pregnant, food cravings. I'm craving, and it can be the weirdest thing, something you'll never eat again in your life. I need the fire hot Cheetos. I need oatmeal right now. You know, uh, food cravings. Sometimes when we're depressed, we crave sweets. You know, depression, sometimes people with depression crave alcohol, and that's a depressant. Adding a depressant to depression is not a good choice. How about night eating? You're, you're fine, and then all of a sudden it's time to go to bed. You've got to have ice cream. I can't go to bed without my ice cream. Sometimes when you're homesick, you crave a food that you used to eat with your family when you were young. I'm just, I just need to eat some peach pie, says the Georgia girl. <laughs> or, or um, you know, I want some cheese curds, says the Wisconsin girl. Whatever it is, I'm sorry I'm making it all girls. The boys do it too. But food cravings is another form of disordered eating. How about this? Eating to attain a goal. High school athletes do it all the time. They want a certain body mass index or weight. Many of these can move into an eating disorder if you're not paying attention. You get so focused on the goal that you forget about the body that's carrying the load of your focus. And then we can go to eating disorders. These are psychological disorders marked by extremes that are out of control. The person has lost power over whether or not they're going to do it. Uh, the National Institute of Mental Health says um, th there's three that they talk about. Anorexia nervosa, that's where you're going to starve yourself and you can't make yourself eat. Bulimia nervosa, that's a binge followed by vomiting or using a diuretic. Um, fasting, exercising, but it's, it's, you, you make yourself pay for the binge eating that you're doing. And then there's the binge eating disorder. You don't, you don't purge. You, you just get obese. You just can't stop eating and you eat as if your life depended on it on keeping the food coming in when actually it's doing the exact opposite. Your life is being threatened by it. These can be caused by genetic, biological, behavioral, psychological, social factors. There's so many things that go into it. And researchers have seen differences in brain activity between someone who suffers with one of these diseases and a healthy eater when they put them under an MRI. So things that come along with those disorders are depression, substance abuse, anxiety disorders. So what are we going to do? I'm asking you again. What's eating you? Are you focused on how you eat and how you take care of this body? This skin suit has got to last you till you make it to the end. <laughs> so there's treatment out there. Get some therapy. Get some medical care and monitoring, nutritional counseling. Some people need medication. Some people need to go away, just like to a treatment center for drugs, but this is for food. And get some help. But for the Joe average out there, who I'm just making you think about, are you taking care of your skin suit? Are you doing what's needed to live a good life? But maintain a healthy weight if you can. 
when you have a psychological or an emotional issue, don't treat it with food. When there are thoughts and behaviors that are going to lead you to using food as a comfort, seek comfort from a person. Seek comfort from God. Use your other uh, natures. You know, when emotional overrides and you want to use food as the solution, that's not where it's going to get solved. Emotional problems are going to be solved in the psyche. Get somebody to talk with you about it. Talk to a friend. Talk to a loved one. Tell somebody, I'm really hurting. And the only thing that sounds like it's going to make me feel better is chunky monkey. And I know that's not right. Sometimes groups help. 12-step groups. There is an Overeaters Anonymous group. And you know, overeaters can go both ways. Undereaters should have their own anonymous group, but they don't. So go to Overeaters Anonymous. OA.org if you want to look it up. But here's the deal. What's eating you? Sometimes you can tell what's eating you by what you're eating. Food should enhance your life, but food shouldn't rule your life. Be healthy today. We care. It's time to take addiction out of the shadows and shine the encouraging light of recovery on everyone affected. Good Seed Podcast is powered by BethWE.com, a nonprofit ministry based in Vero Beach, Florida. We'll start the uncomfortable conversations that turn despair into hope and complacency into action. Connect, communicate, and thrive with us. Check us out online at BethWE.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk again soon.